Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to your one-stop shop for everything haunted and spooky, the Haunted Estate. Make sure to call our toll-free phone number, one 260 3428 to tell us your scary story. And don't forget to buy my book, The Home Reader, A Paranormal Journey. You can find it at thehauntedestate.com. <laughs> Hello, my dear friends. It has been so long and such a dramatic uh, life since I've seen you guys last. I know it's been quite a few weeks, uh, coming up on a month since I've put up an episode, and I know that's totally my fault. Uh, life went a little crazy, as I let you guys know in my last podcast. It might be a little bit of time before you hear another, as I was going to be getting back into work, you know, going from sitting in bed or at a desk podcasting to moving your body around a lot is uh, quite a change in the body. It, it didn't go so well. The first week I ended up hurting my back because, you know, being chronically ill, I was in bed for a long time. So it's a big shock to my body. After that, um, believe it or not, on Friday, I went to the hospital via ambulance from work. I was convinced I was actually dying. <laughs> uh, it was it was dramatic. I had started to record a podcast. I had recorded half a podcast, but I was just, uh, I was re-listening to it. I was going to finish it up today, but I just sounded so down and so sad. Uh, and the podcast is actually a really great episode and I felt like it didn't fit it. We have our two contest winners. Um, it was three books, but I only got two calls. People really hate calling in, um, which is totally understandable. I understand that. Um, so I'm going to reach out. If those two, you will hear their calls. If you hear your call in this episode, then you did win. So please contact me via inbox. Uh, you can do that at thehauntedestate.com. There is a little envelope up in the corner. If thehauntedestate.com doesn't work, theparanormalpodcast.com will. Um, I'm just trying to think. There's more I wanted to tell you guys. Oh, yeah, the intro is different. I wanted to kick it up a notch. I thought coming back, we could give it a little bit more of a tone. Uh, October is coming up soon, guys. There's only, we're in double-digit days till Halloween is going to slide in on us. So that is way too exciting. Um, in this episode, we have two calls, um, and then we'll go into some more haunted stuff. But don't forget that I do want to hear your stories. If you wrote them, if you make them up, I don't care. Call them in toll-free, 1-877-260-3428. Moving forward, my loves. Up first, we have an anonymous caller, so you are a winner if you contact me 
I will send your book out to you. I don't have them right now. They're on order, so I will have them as soon as I sold out pretty quick of the copies that I had here. Hi, Selena. This is Lorraine, and I live in the Bible Belt. So I'm going to remain somewhat anonymous because the case I'm getting ready to tell you about um, still might be active legally, and so I really don't want to get caught up in that. I don't want to give too many details um, just in case. But I happen to work in a haunted school building. Um, when I started work about six years ago, I wasn't in the particular building, but I was on the same campus. And one of the secretaries in the building which I worked, um, she'd been there for years, and she told me the story about one evening the custodians were there alone. This one particular custodian said he saw a little girl and she was in soaking wet clothes. She was soaking wet herself, dripping wet, and then she disappeared. And he quit work that evening and he never came back. Very interesting. So a year later, I ended up working in not only the building where the little wet girl was seen hanging about, but I was uh, assigned the classroom right across the hallway from the bathroom where supposedly mysterious things were going on. So I had a little office set up over there across from the uh, little girl's restroom. It was a, a children's restroom. And any time I would work late or any time I would come in early in the morning, which teachers do often because that's when you can actually get some paperwork done, no one else was in the building. And I would hear the toilet flush. These are automatic toilets that are motion-controlled toilets, motion-controlled. I go over there, nobody's in there. All right, go back to work. Later on, the faucet comes on. I can hear the faucet. I'm right across the hall. I go in, look around. Nobody's in the building. Nobody's in the bathroom. Turn the faucet on. These things happen all the time, and not just to me. Other teachers uh, and counselors would notice these things were happening as well. So we started asking around in the building. There were some teachers that were in other hallways that they weren't having those experiences with the restrooms, but they were working, and these things always occurred when the building was empty. There wouldn't be much going on. The children were gone for the day. It would either be early in the morning before the children arrived or in the evening well after they had all gone home. Uh, one, uh, one teacher told me, she was working at her desk in her peripheral vision. She sees a little girl go by her classroom, and no one's supposed to be there at this hour. It's too early. We have certain hours when the children are allowed to come in and when they need to be out of the building. She jumps up from her desk, and she's, honey, honey, and she goes out, and she's looking for this child. There's no one there. Had a few teachers that had the similar experience. They saw, they saw children walk by their classrooms when no one should be in the building, they assumed that it was maybe one of the teachers and they had brought their children with them early in the morning, but that teacher hadn't arrived and those children weren't there. They look around the building, no one's there, including the little girl that they saw walk by the classroom. So we're all investigating uh, us girls at the school. We're curious about what, who this little child could be, why she's hanging around the school. Come to find out 
many years before, and this, and actually the student was in my daughter's class. This little girl doesn't show up for school one day, and she was in this very building. That's where her class was. And she come to find out she had drowned in her bathtub. And it was all very mysterious. That's how she passed away. She was a grade school student. Um, the mother was suspected. Apparently there was a difficult relationship there. There were some very suspicious things that led people to think that, that mom was involved. Um, the local police felt that mom was involved, but for some reason, she was able to get an alibi, whatever. She was never accused of this crime, and it was considered a natural accident, maybe not a natural death, but an accidental death, and no charges were filed, and that was the end of that. But it would explain why this child would spend time at school, because for a School is the best place in the world for them. They have people that love them. They get to eat. They get to see the nurse if they're sick. So school's a great place for, for most children, um, especially children that don't have a great home life. She drowned, so that explains perhaps why she's wet and why she's drawn to the water. So don't know. It all seems very relatable to me and a lot of uh, us have talked about coming up at night maybe doing a Ouija board experiment uh, in the bathroom that has the most activity I know you're not a big fan of the Ouija board but I thought if I didn't do it in my home then it would be fine if it's just up at this uh, public building but anyway <laughs> you can give me your opinion about that so that's my story about my hottest school building I love my job, I love my building, and I love it even more that it might be haunted. Thanks for listening. I enjoy your show. I think you have a great voice. I have two adult daughters. I listen to you when I go to sleep sometimes because your young voice makes me think of them, I think. Um, so thanks. Keep up the podcast. Good luck with your going back to work. I hope everything's going well. Bye, Selena. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you so much for your call. I really enjoyed that story. Um, I enjoy that you I enjoy. Obviously, I love that you love the podcast. I really respect people who can listen to creepy podcasts or movies or shows when they go to bed. Props to you. Um, I like that I remind you of your daughters. That's always a wonderful thing. I always like when I hear people who sound like my mom, I'm like, you sound like my mom or you look like my mom, um, who's still alive, luckily. Um, one thing, yeah, so first, 
listening to this stuff at night, I try and watch a scary movie and then I have to watch Treehouse or like something really immature or a child's movie before I go to bed just to like make sure that wasn't the last thing I was thinking about. I had a big problem with that when it came to The Walking Dead. I love anything scary and I used to be obsessed with zombies but now I just I can't do zombies at all and I dream about them and it makes my tummy sick but um, that was a really great story. I really enjoyed it. It's really cool to find out the history. Um, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, if there's a, if there's a well on the property, maybe, you know, she just really likes water, but to find out something like that, where you actually got a backstory on it is really amazing. And I totally agree with what you say about school. Young kids, they love school. They either hate it or they love it. But if she had a hard time at home, obviously that wasn't somewhere she would haunt because that wasn't happy memories for her. So of course she would come to school where she got to see her friends and people like that. I like that not only you told us the story, but you kind of went into the reasons why and stuff like that. And yes, you know how I feel about Ouija boards. Uh, definitely, it doesn't really matter where you are. It's good not to do it in your house, but you got to realize that your body is a house. You know, you're your own temple. As long as you really have the right kind of protection with you, consult the internet. Um, there's lots of bad advice on there, but if you find some really good reputable sites that talk about how to perform a seance with a Ouija board, that kind of stuff. They can give you some really good things. Also, if you reach out, I'm sure you'll have some mystic type people in your in your vicinity. Just reach out and be like, hey, I wanna do this. Do you have any advice? A lot of people are really, really kind. I really enjoyed your story and you are a winner of one of my books. So if you can just shoot me an inbox message, be like, hey, it's me, uh, the anonymous caller, and uh, just give me your information. As soon as I get my books, I will send one out to you. I will write you a little note in there. I really appreciate your calls. Tell as many people as you can. And to everyone else listening, see how easy it is? Just call. Tell me a story. It makes me not have to do as much work. Um, I love hearing your stories. I love talking about your stories. And that phone number is toll-free. It is one 877 three four two eight and it's toll free it's a recorder you hear me all seductively explain hello welcome and leave your message and then i download it i play it on the show for everybody to enjoy and you know what my favorite the most listened to podcasts are the ones with the calls so make sure to do that um again i really enjoyed that story if you have more i would love to hear it uh, you speak well. <laughs> you speak to whales. You whale speaks. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next call. This is from Kevin. He's left me some messages before talking about some podcasts. I really like them. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. I just heard the beginning. So let's hear it. Oh, yes. Also, Kevin, you are a winner. So if you can inbox me, I will send you a book. Hey, Selena. It's Kevin from Kentucky. Uh, I've shared the story with a couple of other people. One of the ones I didn't know here in the town that I live in, he just wrote a book about the place where I work. I hadn't shared it with him yet. I work in a maximum security prison. And, of course, it's 100 and almost 30 years old, finished in 18, late 1800s. But I was in the infirmary one day down in the basement and running Cat 5 cables for computers. And, of course, everybody there of some kind. There's always keys, railings, something that you learn to hear. And I'm up on a ladder and I hear keys, railings, footsteps. And I just holler out, hey dude, I'm back here. Because they're known to do search, just walk around, do special security checks. <coughs> and I finish what I'm doing and I notice nobody ever came in. So I walk 
through the whole basement of this of this hospital, every room, went outside the door, which I always leave open, and you know the locked locks of the special security officer will know somebody's in there. And I holler at the wall stand. I said, "Did anybody come in here?" And of course, the, the officer that was in the, the, the said, "No, nobody's come up at all." So I went back to a second check to make sure because there's only one door in, one door out. And there's absolutely nobody in there. So I'm hearing footsteps and keys rattling, rattling in a place where there shouldn't have been anybody at all. Of course, you know, you're there by yourself. So <laughs> got other stories. I'll call them back in to you. Hope your book goes good. I may send you a copy of my buddy's book that he just wrote on the Kentucky State Penitentiary. So I hope everything goes good for you. Enjoy the show. It's one of the top two shows that I listen to, yours and Real Ghost Stories Online. I think that's where you started listening to. But anyway, have a good day. Bye. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much for calling in. I really enjoy the calls you have sent me. I'm pretty sure he's the one that told me I had a pretty voice and I could make some other kinds of podcasts. I think I've mentioned that too before. Some people will be creeped out by that. I totally love that. Um, I'm kind of like, thank you. Um, let's talk. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. One thing that I really find interesting is from kind of talking to people who listen to the podcast, which is something I love to do, uh, I've had some people, I'm very open, like, you know, feel free to add my Snapchat, which is at Selena's Life. Um, I'm on Facebook. My name's Alina Mary Teresa Myers. I want to be very open to the people who listen to my podcast because one thing that I find is a lot of people don't really talk to their listeners. Some really do, which is amazing. But I, I've wrote in with, like, some actual questions and, and never really been reciprocated, which isn't a big thing. But I just really want to, the haunted estate, okay, I'm going to go into it again. I just want it as a community. I want everyone to interact. I'm going to be opening a form once it gets a little bit more interactive type thing. But, Kevin, I really love your call. The one thing now that I was going to say is a lot of people who listen to the podcast work in jobs that are either in prisons, in hospitals, police officers, uh, nurses, and it seems to just be like that genre. The, the, there aren't many people who are like, uh, well, obviously we had a teacher here, but there aren't too many people, but like the vast majority of people are working in those industries. And I'm wondering if it's just, there's a lot of paranormal stuff in there, if people who are drawn to doing that for the rest of their lives really, you know, experience those kind of things and are into that. I find, like uh, jail is extremely amazing, especially high security. So people are living their whole lives out there. I'm sure, Kevin, you've passed people in the halls and stuff where you weren't sure if they were real. I would love to hear more. I'm sure you have more experiences. If you do, please don't hesitate to call them in at one 260 3428 And also, you are a book winner. So please uh, send me a message, thehauntedestate.com. Or email me directly, Selena, at The Haunted Estate. And as soon as I get my books, I will have one sent out to you. That's really amazing that your friend wrote a book. Uh, that's something that would be really cool to, to take a look at, too. So those are our two calls for today and our two winners. I think I'm going to start running some contests. If you did buy a book, please review it on Amazon. That's how people are going to find me. And number one, guys, seriously, instead of buying a book, instead of anything, you want to know what would mean the most to me is if you head over to Amazon and rate the podcast. Just a little bit. Just rate it. And I also want to give a, a shout to Sammy because I haven't seen her in a long time and I hope that she is okay. Something cool I'd really like to touch on. I had someone come onto the Haunted Estate page 
who actually has another podcast and I was totally interested about. And I went and took a look. They were extremely friendly and welcoming. And hey, how are you? I don't know what it is about women, but they're just so much nicer. I'm not trying to be sexist. But I would just like to tell you a little bit about it. The podcast is called History Goes Bump. They have a very large following. I'm sure most people here listen to them. If you don't, um, you know, some people you Google different things. You write into iTunes. Like, I didn't know about History Goes Bump. And now that I've been listening to it, I really love it. Slide over, leave them a review on iTunes. I want to tell you about them, where to find them, and what kind of things that they talk about. So here is the about on the podcast. You can find their website at historygoesbump.com. The show launched October 1st, 2014 with an outgrowth of the blog. Every show features a moment in oddity, history of the day, and then interviews and discussions about historic location event or person and the hauntings associated with the subject of the particular show. The tagline for the show is ghost tours for the theaters in mind and that is the goal of the podcast to take the listeners on a virtual tour of a place they may have never had the chance to visit to entertain while possibly sharing something listeners may not have heard before. We also have added the Haunted True Crime Bonus Cast and HGV Bonus Cast. The Haunted True Crime Bonus Cast runs 5 to 10 minutes in length, featuring a, tu- a true crime and the hauntings associated with that crime. The Bonus Cast is different than regular podcasts because it contains both bonus material such as outtakes, bloopers, extended interviews, and real-life ghost experiences as told by listeners. These extras are a part of exclusive content available when you monetarily support the show. We are entirely listener-supported and depend on your help to expand the show and keep it running. Click out the Support the Show tab for more information. That's the thing with a lot of podcasts. They are just run by people who love the paranormal, and, you know, everybody needs a little bit of help. Let's find out what else they have. They have a blog which has some really cool videos and write-ups, and their site is really awesome. They have gear. You can buy some pretty cool shirts. I'm going to have to take a look. Contact the Spooktacular crew. To become a member of the Spooktacular crew, you need to do one thing, support the show. Okay, cool. Support. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, all those kind of things. Nice. They have some really good ideas. Um, I really love this podcast. It's something I'm going to be downloading a bunch of them today to le- to uh, read about them. I'd really like to see if eventually maybe they could come on the show and talk more about the things and experiences they have had and, and stuff like that. So make sure to check them out. Don't forget, it is the Spooktacular crew on Facebook. It is historygoesbump.com. They have a lot of amazing stuff to click on and look at. You could probably fill your day with all the information. So don't forget, everybody in the paranormal cook. Here we go. Here's words. Everybody in the paranormal community, I consider you all family, and let's all love each other. I'm a hippie. I love everybody. That's the thing. When people, I find with a lot of people, if you're if you're nice to them, they're like, what what do you want? (laughs) Nothing. I just want to be friends. Anyways, moving on. Let's get into something uh, very creepy for today. Let's talk about the story behind the most haunted house in Texas. Apparently, it will give you nightmares. Don't forget that any link that I do use is available on thehauntedestate.com. Under blogs, you will find just links. Um, I could post stories, but I might go to their website, so I'm not stealing their content. So, everyone knows that San Antonio is easily the most haunted city in Texas, given its bloody history. But I bet you've never heard of this house. It was nicknamed... Midget Mansion, because the wealthy man who purchased the home, as well as his wife, 
both had dwarfism. Their two daughters, on the other hand, were average-sized. But the events that went on within these four walls definitely weren't average. The Gillespie Mansion just might be the most haunted private property in Texas. Here's why. Mr. Gillespie, 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 was offended by the mere thought of living in a house made for regular people. So he spent his fortune customizing his house to suit his means. His daughter, I mean, oh my God, words. He thought of everything from low ceilings and tiny doorknobs to even miniature toilets. He also built a tiny house on the property to serve as a servant's quarters, but hired normal-sized servants, almost in an effort to spite the humanity on his condition. There are two possible endings to the story of Midget Mansion, both equally sinister and tragic. In the first version, Mr. Gillespie went crazy and attacked his entire family, slitting their throats and dragging their bodies one by one into the upstairs closet before killing himself with a gun. When the authorities discovered the bodies, they also found notes written in blood and scratches on the walls, likely from the drying family members' last-ditch escape efforts. The second version involves a servant finally reaching his breaking point after years of abuse, murdering the entire family with an axe and dragging their bodies into the same upstairs closet mentioned above before lighting the mansion on fire and burning to death in the flames. To this day, locals swear that they hear scratchings coming from the insides of the walls, the walls right next to the closet where the Gillespies took their last breaths and died gruesomely. Some people claim to have heard screaming as they passed by the house, despite the fact that it's been vacant for many years. Still, others say they have seen figures moving around in the windows. Is it bitter, Mr. Gillespie, walking around the poor, normal-sized souls to enter his home so he can bring them to the same demise his family met? Or are the apparitions, those of family, warning passerbys of the horrors contained within the home? Have you ever heard of the Gillespie Mansion? Would you like to pay it a visit? What do you think about this story? What do you think about this story? Go ahead over to the blog. You can comment right on there and tell me what you think. There are a couple of pictures of the house. It doesn't look like a, a midget house. I hate the word midget. What's this way to say it? Small person? Dwarfism? I don't know. I just, I'm short. People call me midget, but I'm not that short. I'm like 5'2", so I know that's like totally rude to even say that. Regardless, I just want to say I'm sorry, guys, for disappearing. I'm going to do my best to pre-record some episodes and try not to let life get to me. I'm one of those people I hate using the word depression because I feel like it staggers a lot of people. It, it, it causes a lot of grief and, you know, I feel like the majority of people. For me, it's not that I'm depressed. I just, I can't motivate myself to do anything. I just need to lay in bed on my phone and think about how different things can be but you know what makes me happy doing this and hearing from you guys so please shoot me a message also i just want to put out there if you're sad and you need a friend i am here for you so i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and i will do my best to see you the day after tomorrow Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. 
If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.